good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Now, praise be to God. Hallelujah. You are welcome this moment on this platform. Um, and I want you to know that you are indeed a friend of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. This is fantastic. It's a beautiful moment that we have that we can come together for the sake of the word of God. So we may learn, we may hear the word of God and that we may understand what it is that the Father would like for you and I to know and do in 2024. You are awesome, Jehovah. You are awesome, Creator. You are wonderful, God. We thank you and we bless your name. We glorify your holy name. We appreciate your love. We appreciate your care. We thank you for your provision. We bless you, O oh God, because you are kind to us. We know that, Father, you protect us. We know that you provide for us. We know that you care for us. We know that day in, day out, we are not on our own, but we have you on our side, O oh Creator. Hallelujah. Wonderful Lord, we are ready, O oh God. Cause us to pay attention to your word, Father, as you speak this moment. Cause us, my Father, not to lose a single word, Lord, out of the teaching, out of the message, out of the preaching. Help us that we may be attentive, O oh Father, as you communicate. Holy Spirit, may you help me as I speak, teach the word this morning, this afternoon, this evening. I pray that may you help everyone who is listening to this message. Everyone who is hearing my voice, may you help them to understand clearly and to take the word. Acts chapter 24, verse 12 and 13. Open your Bible from the book of Acts chapter 24, verse 12 and 13. I want us to pray together and we are going to use the word of God. We are going to use the scripture to pray. Verse 12, the Bible reads, My accusers never found me arguing with anyone in the temple, nor stirring up a riot in any synagogue or on the streets of the city. These men cannot prove the things they accuse me of doing. Hallelujah. Now, in the book of Acts, chapter 24, verse 12 and 13, we are told that Paul, the apostle of Jesus Christ, Paul, one of the disciples of Jesus Christ. Now, this is Paul, actually, um, who became a disciple, who became an apostle, after having been converted from Saul, the persecutor of the church. So he was not the original um, disciple, one of the original disciples of Christ, but he was one that was inspired, one that who had an encounter and was converted. Now, in chapter 24, we are told that Paul was brought before the magistrate. He was brought before the king. He was brought before officials, government officials. And what happened was there were people that were accusing Paul of causing disruption. 
There was an accusation against Paul that he was bringing disruption in the church, in the marketplace, in the uh, city. Hallelujah. And here in verse number 12, Paul was responding. And in his response, Paul said, My accusers never found me arguing with anyone in the temple. The accusation was that Paul, because of the message, Paul, because of the preaching, Paul, because of the teaching, Paul, because of the inspiration, was causing confusion or a diversion in the church, in the temple, in the synagogue. And mind you, this was mere accusations against Paul. And Paul was responding to say, my accusers, the people who are accusing me, they never found me in the temple arguing with anyone. He says, nor did they find me stirring up a riot in the synagogue or on the streets. So Paul was defending himself that, yes, they are accusing me, but they have no evidence. Yes, they are accusing me, but they have no proof. Yes, they are accusing me, but none of them can come before you, king, and indeed say that they saw me doing the things they claim they saw me. Hallelujah. And I want us to pray. The prayer that I want us to offer is as follows. Dear God, my fight is not against those around me, but against powers, against forces, against spirits, and the works of Satan as listed in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. I will stand on the truth of your word, which is to love my neighbor in Jesus' mighty name. In this prayer, we are saying before God that, Father, I want you to help me understand. I want you to help me that I may know to say my fight, my battle is not against my brother. My battle is not against my sister. My battle is not against my friend. My battle is not against my boss or my colleague. My battle is not against the servant of God, the pastor, the apostle, the prophet, the preacher, the evangelist, uh, the bishop. My battle is not against the leaders in the church. My battle is not against the worship team. My battle is not against the president or the ministers or the members of cabinets or government. My battle is not against the city officials. My battle is not against anyone in this life. But instead, help me to understand that my fight is against powers. There are forces that are evil, and that's what my fight is against. There are spiritual wickedness. That's who my fight is against. There are works of Satan. That's who my fight is against. And you are saying, as it has been listed in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 12. Now, that's an assignment for you, that you need to go read Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 12, where the Bible says, um, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. 
We do not fight against flesh and blood. Our quarrel is not against flesh and blood. Our mission is not against flesh and blood. We are not out to prove that we know better, that we are better than our fellow brethren. No. But there are principalities. There are spiritual wickedness. There are forces of darkness. There are witches and wizards. There are forces that are out to destroy our reputation in the spirit. And that's who we are out to fight against. Hallelujah. So let's pray. Okay? Let's pray, asking God that he should help you and I to know that on this earth, we are not fighting against people. We are not fighting against those we see, but we have another deeper fight of who we cannot see, and that's in the spirit. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you and we honor you, O Creator. My God, it takes knowledge and revelation for us to understand what is it in this life that we are meant to focus on. It takes wisdom for us to know who and what we are supposed to focus our energy on. For most of the time, my God, we are running around, we are um, exerting a lot of pressure, we are spending a lot of energy on things that we should not. We are spending a lot of time pointing fingers. We are spending a lot of time speaking about people. We are spending a lot of time strategizing how we are going to defend ourselves. We are spending a lot of time on how we are going to cause other people feel pain. And yet we are missing, my God, the reality. We are praying, therefore, that may you help us, my Father, to have the knowledge and the revelation, the insight that there is more at play. There is more at stake. There is what is crucial for us to fight and wage war, which is the wickedness, the evil, the witches, the wizards, the works of Satan in this life. That there are spiritual forces, my God, that we are meant to focus on, to spend our time uh, praying against rather than fighting against our fellow human beings. And so I pray, God, that may you strengthen us, equip us, my Father, with every capacity and capability we need, that we may stand against the wiles, the tricks, the, the, the ways of the devil, that any trick, Lord, that he may send our way, we are well equipped and positioned to stand and fight in the mighty name of Jesus. My God, we thank you that the poor stood and said that they accuse me, but I did not do what they say. They are speaking against me, but they have no evidence or proof. And so, my God, do it for us, my Father, that yes, men can fight us. Yes, women can fight us. Yes, groups can fight us. Yes, families can fight us. Yes, nations can fight us. But we may stand on the truth that God, we may do what you want us to do in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's an important prayer because you must understand that 24 hours in a day is not enough for you to continue or to keep using some of that time to argue with people. 24 hours in a day is not enough for you to use it worrying about what someone else is saying. 24 hours in a day is not enough for you to spend time busy plotting or planning messages that you're going to send against your sister. 24 hours in a day is not enough for you to waste your energy on replies against the communities or groups that do not like you. 
24 hours in a day is not enough for you to try waste your energy and your time to make phone calls to people and have arguments. For you to shout at one another, for you to swear at one another, for you to uh, say nasty things to one another. 24 hours in a day is not enough for you to waste your energy thinking about that pastor, that servant of God who has said what or done what. You are supposed to focus your energy on things that matter. Praise God. Remember Jesus turned to uh, one of the disciples um, and he said uh, to Peter, he said, Satan, get thee behind me. Hallelujah. So he did not waste energy or time fighting against Peter because he knew that it is not Peter that is saying these things. It is not Peter that is thinking these things. It is not Peter that is planning these things. But there is Satan behind him. Hallelujah. So he focused on the real issue at hand. Praise be to God. I need you to understand that it is important for you to channel your energy on things that matter. For you to channel your energy on things that have value. Remember the Bible says that you must only you know, spend your energy on things that are pure, things that are just, things that are of good value. These are the things that you must focus on. Praise God. Otherwise, you have got less time. You do not have enough time really to waste energy and time on all those other things. Now let's jump to the book of Genesis chapter 20 and then I'll tell you what the, the message is about. Genesis chapter 20, go to verse 11. That's the main scripture of the day. That's the main scripture from which this message is coming from. That's the main scripture that has been communicated for you today. Genesis chapter 20 only one verse, verse number 11. Hallelujah. You are indeed special. You will never hear me stop saying that because I believe it. Hallelujah. The same way I believe it for myself. I am a confident somebody that I do not allow anything that is said by anyone um, convince me otherwise. I know that I'm unique. I know that I am special. I know that I am created in the image and likeness of God. I know that I am able. I know I am more than a conqueror. I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know that I can achieve anything in life that I set my mind on. And I am saying the same to you, that you are special. You are unique. You are important. You are beautiful. You are handsome. You are great. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 20 verse 11. The Bible reads, and Abraham said, because I thought, hallelujah, I want you, whatever you are using as your Bible, whether you are using the printed version, if you have a pen or a pencil or a highlighter, I would encourage you to highlight that statement, because I thought. If you are reading an electronic Bible, I am encouraging you to highlight that part, because I thought. Let's read on. Surely the fear of God is not in this place and they will kill me on account of my wife. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for the reading of the scripture. I bless you, my Father, that out of scripture we find solutions. Out of scripture we find answers. Out of scripture we find direction. Out of scripture we find wisdom. Out of scripture we find understanding. Out of scripture we find the stuff we need to make it in life. Therefore, bless you, O God, for the word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, 
The Bible is saying in uh, Genesis chapter 20 verse 11 that Abraham said, Abraham said, because I thought. The title of the message is Assumptions. Hallelujah. Assumptions. And it's coming from the book of Genesis chapter 20. Assumptions to assume things. And for the context or for the purpose of this message, the word assumptions is also guessing. My God, guessing. Hallelujah. And another word that you can replace assumptions with is conclusion. Today, we are guessing about people's lives. We are guessing about situations. We are concluding about people's future. We are concluding about people's relationships. We are concluding about people's destinies. And the Bible is telling us here in Genesis chapter 20 verse 11 that Abraham had gone to a certain land. And when Abraham was going to this land, the Bible says that he spoke to his wife, Sarah. And he said, Sarah, where we are going, I do not know if the people there believe in God. I do not know if the people there have the fear of God. And so I want you to be safe, my wife. And I also want to be safe myself. And the way that we are going to do or carry ourselves in order to be safe is we are going to tell a lie. He said to Sarah, when we get to this place where we are going, we should say to them, if anyone asks you, who am I to you? You should say, I am your brother. And if anyone asks me, who are you to me? I will say to them, you are my sister. And that way, they are not going to kill me so that they can keep you. Are you with me? And when they arrived in this land, the Bible says Abraham came face to face to king. Uh, his name was um, Abimelech. Hallelujah. The land was in the land of Gerah. So he was Abimelech, Abimelech, king of Gerah. And Abraham said to Abimelech, the king, she is my sister. And mind you, Sarah is a wife to Abraham. Mind you, Abraham is husband to Sarah. But when the king asked um, 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 Abraham who Sarah was, Abraham told a lie. And when the king asked Sarah who Abraham was, Sarah told a lie. And the Bible says because of an assumption, I want you to understand the message is assumptions. The message is guessing. The message is making conclusion. Hallelujah. And because Abraham made an assumption about the land, because Abraham made an assumption about the people of the land, the Bible says God struck the people of the land. My God. Innocent people, were, uh, they suffered because Abraham made an assumption. How do I know? When you go and read on in verse 20, uh, chapter 20, you will read that the Bible says God brought sickness, uh, uh, God brought calamity among the people. Why? Because uh, Abraham made an assumption. 
The Bible says that God closed the wombs of the women of that land. The women of that land became barren. They were unable to produce children when Abraham and Sarah were in that land. Why? Because Abraham made an assumption. Now, you must understand that as a child of God, it is dangerous of you to make assumptions of other people. Hallelujah. Because you have got God on your side. You should, you should, be, you should be responsible. Hallelujah. This is a word, a good word. You should be responsible as a child of God. Your words, your tongue have power. Hallelujah. You should not be a careless with what you say. Because you can cause people to suffer because of your careless words. You can cause people to suffer because of your careless assumptions. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many times have you seen people and how they are carrying themselves and you give them a label? How many times have you seen a woman, a girl, because of how she dresses, because of how she speaks, and you call her a prostitute? How many times have you seen a man, because of how he carries himself, and you call him a womanizer, or you label him different names? How many times have you seen a family, and the way they are living, and you put a label on them? That they are ungodly, they are not God-fearing, they do not you know, love God, they do not know God. How many times have you seen a servant of God and you label him that he is not a servant of God because of assumptions? Hallelujah. And this is being done not by anyone else, but by children of God. The children of God today are, are fond of placing labels on people, on groups, on organizations, of nations, of cities, because of assumptions. Praise God. Just because she is not married, you are putting a label on her. Just because he is not married, you are making assumptions about him. Just because he looks the way he looks, you are putting labels on him. You are placing labels on her. You are placing labels on them. You do not understand what it is that they are going through, but because you are guessing, you are saying things about them. And the Bible is warning us here that Abraham caused a king and a people to be in a terrible situation because of guessing. And in chapter 11, when the king confronted him to say, what is it that you have done to us? The king confronted Abraham and said, listen, man, something is wrong here. What have you done? The king witnessed, the king thought, the king looked around and said, something is wrong here. That before he and this woman arrived, we were okay in this land. Before they arrived, our women were giving birth without an issue. Before they arrived, there was no sickness in the land. Before they arrived, there was a peace in the land. And all of a sudden, they are here and there is no peace in the land. There is a sickness in the land. The women are now barren. They cannot conceive in the land. Something must be wrong because of these people. Hallelujah. And the king approached Abraham and said, what have you done to us? And Abraham had to confess. Abraham had to come clean. Abraham had to tell the truth and say, Listen, O king, indeed I thought 
Hallelujah. I assumed, I guessed, I made a conclusion that perhaps in this land you do not fear God. Perhaps in this land you do not know God. Perhaps in this land you are not believers. And I therefore decided with my wife to tell a lie. And this lie has closed the wombs of your women. This lie has brought about sickness on your people. This lie has brought about poverty. This lie has brought about disgrace. This lie has brought about shame. Hallelujah. So I want you to know that you could be the cause while other people are struggling. My God. May God have mercy. You could be the reason why that woman, that girl is suffering. May God have mercy. You could be the reason why that man is suffering. May God have mercy. You could be the reason why that servant of God, that ministry is suffering. May God have mercy. You could be the reason why that couple is suffering. May God have mercy. You could be the reason why that land, why that institution is suffering. May God have have mercy. Hallelujah. Because you see, we take things for granted as children of God without understanding the power we carry. The Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. Praise God. Meaning you as a believer, the things you say have got power. Your words have got power. Because God is on your side, he backs your words. So if you are not careful, if you are careless with your words, you can curse people. If you are not careful with your words, you can destroy people's destinies. If you are not careful with your words, you can damage people's reputation as a child of God. Hallelujah. Remember, my God, thank you for reminding me, Holy Spirit. The Bible says that you are a light of the world. You are a lamp. You are likened unto a lamp that is put on a hill. You are like a lamp that is put on a top. And the Bible says your mission is to provide light for all people. Hallelujah. But the way that we behave as believers, it is questionable whether we are indeed the light. The way we speak as believers, it is questionable whether indeed we are the light of the world. The way we behave as children of God, it is questionable if indeed we are following in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. The way we judge people, it is questionable whether indeed we are believers. Hallelujah. We are always out to know it all. We are always out to say it all. We are always out to say to people that I know why you are suffering. I know why you are poor. I know why you are alone. I know why you are unmarried. I know why you are unemployed. I know why you are, you know, uh, in this situation. But the question is, do you have any evidence? Hallelujah. Do you have any proof? And even if you have the evidence, my God, the Bible says you are supposed to be like Jesus. Hallelujah. So even if you have evidence about your friend, even if you have proof about that woman, you are not supposed to be going out and damaging her reputation. You are meant to show love. You are meant to go to that woman and embrace her and love her and pray for her. You are meant to be in that uh, to that couple a blessing hallelujah if you are bringing their dirty laundry out in the public what are you gaining out of it if you are spreading rumors about him what are you gaining out of it 
If you are telling lies or if you are spreading news on things that you have no proof of, what are you gaining out of it? Assumptions. Praise be to God. Now, you must know that incorrect assessments about people, hallelujah, can bring sickness. Incorrect assessment about people can bring barrenness. Praise God. We have a responsibility. Hallelujah. You and I as children of God, we have a responsibility to love. Because that's what Jesus was all about. I say was because while he was on the earth, he left us, us examples of love. That even if the person was someone who was a tax collector, even if the person was a sinner, even if the person did whatever they were doing before, but Jesus Christ demonstrated love. We are supposed to have compassion and care. The Bible says while we were still sinners, yet Jesus died for you and I. He didn't say I have a score to settle with them. God didn't say I will let them perish, no. But he said because I care for them, while they are still sinning, I am going to send my son to die for them. I am going to send my son to rescue them. And that's what he did. Praise God. It is not tit for tat. Hallelujah. Because that's what the world teaches us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Assumptions. Guessing. Praise be to God. And what happened is the Bible says after King Abimelech confronted Abraham and Abraham confessed of the lie. The Bible says God restored the people. That King Abimelech said to uh, Ab Abimelech uh, to to Abraham that listen before God I am uh, 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 I am innocent. He said to God, God know that I am innocent. I have not touched this woman. I have not done anything to this woman. And he said, God, you know that the reason why I had taken this woman was because he told me that she was his sister. She told me that he was a brother. That's why I took her. But you must know, God, I have not done anything wrong. And God agreed that, yes, indeed, you have not done anything wrong. And it is because I withheld you from doing anything wrong. The grace of God. God said, you, Abimelech, the king, you have not touched Sarah. You have not done anything uh, wrong with this woman because I withheld you from doing wrong. Now, how many times are you going to have the grace of God rescue you from doing wrong? How many times are you going to rely on the grace of God to stop speaking evil? How many times are you going to rely on the grace of God for you to stop accusing other people? For you to stop spreading lies? For you to stop speaking on things instead of loving? How many, how, for how long are you going to rely on the grace of God to rescue you? Because there comes a point where the grace uh, may no longer be there. There will come a time where maybe your time is up on the earth and the grace will not be there to stop you from uh, leaving this earth. So while you have the opportunity now and you can hear, you can learn, you 
you would rather change. I would rather encourage you to change now while you still have the opportunity. I would rather encourage me that I change now while I still have the opportunity. Assumptions. Hallelujah. This is a, a good message at a good time of the year, which is right at the start. That the year is long. There are many months to come. Many weeks to come. Many days to come. Many hours to come. Many minutes to come many moments to come, many situations to come. And it is important that we understand that we should refrain or avoid making assumptions, guessing about people and their situations, and um, um, concluding. We should agree that none of us are God. And therefore, we cannot conclude that someone will die poor. We cannot conclude that someone will never be rich. We cannot conclude that someone will never make it in life. We cannot conclude that someone will never get married. We cannot conclude that someone will never be happy. We cannot conclude that someone will never get a job. We cannot conclude that someone will never you know, be anyone in life because we are not God. So we should stop, leave that for God to be the one to judge and let us love other people. Let us pray for people. Let us get into the business of going before God and saying she may not be my friend, but Lord, I pray for her that he remember her. He may not be my friend, but God remember him. They may not be my friends, but God remember them. I may not go to that church, but Father, may your grace, your mercy be upon that ministry. I may not follow that servant of God, but may your grace be upon that servant of God. If what they are saying about him is true, Father, may you step in, O oh God, and rescue him. If what I am hearing about them is true, Father, may you save them. May your grace be upon them, O oh God. For you are a caring God. You are a just God. You are a loving God. May you, Father, save them in the name of Jesus. That must be who we are. Assumptions. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I honor you, my God, at this moment. I bless you, Jehovah, because of your word that is life unto my soul. Your word that is life unto my spirit. Your word that is life unto my flesh. Your word that can propel us into the future. Your word that can lift us and heal us. Your word that can transform and inspire us. Your word that can uplift and lift us high, my God. I bless you, Father, that this message, my God, will transform your people. It will help change, my God, our our mindset in this life in the mighty name of Jesus and the father I thank you that as your children continue to think to meditate to look at this word may you reveal yourself unto them in Jesus name remember him remember her remember them that wherever they have gone wrong my father may you bring them back in the mighty name of Jesus restore their love for you God in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the message that I was entrusted for you today. And um, I believe and I know that you are blessed with this message. And I know that your life will change for the better. Hallelujah. And I know that you will refrain and avoid making assumptions about others. You will avoid making conclusions about others. You will avoid guessing about people's affairs. Hallelujah. That you will be a different individual. You will pray for people. You will wish well for people. Even if the person didn't wish you well, you will not repay them with evil. 
but that you are going to speak good about them and you are going to pray that God may bless them and let the judging be for God. With that, we have come to the end. I want you to have a lovely afternoon and enjoy the week that starts tomorrow. And no, remember, smile, because Elroy, who is the God of sight, is in control. Enjoy, and God lifts you. Shalom.